Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning in to Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to give it a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's the best way to let other Bravo lovers find out about the show. Today's episode is blessed with the presence of Liz O'Malley. She's one of the masterminds behind the amazing meme account Vanderpump Jewels and is back today to talk all things Bravo. Welcome back. Woo, so excited to be here. You guys, this is my 100th episode. Number, big number, 100. That's so exciting. <laughs> I don't think I've done 100 of anything other than potentially like rolling joints. <laughs> like, and like, it's a huge milestone. Uh, yeah, you don't yeah, track things. I don't in this track. Way. I track yeah. nothing. Right. What? I feel like I was on like episode thirty-four or something. Yeah, like I that. can easily wow. pick it up. Good times. <laughs> you were on a lot I, of older ones. You were on number eighty or maybe eighty-one. Okay, let's see my. I calendar. think this is my fourth uh, time around. My last fourth one, rodeo. If last you will. one was eighty. Check that out, listeners. <laughs> then fifty-four. Great number. Forty-six. Oh wow. Okay. Is that it? 25. What? Wow. wow. <laughs> Even I've lost track. Two, three, four, five. I do have Liz and Liz O. So oh, okay. I'm like, I f- yeah. I mean, it could be four. It could be five. You lose track when you, you really, talk about Bravo all the time. Truly, when you've done a hundred yeah. of these, a hundred plus episodes of something, like people will be like, remember when I came on, we talked about Cynthia, and I'm like, yeah. You're like, yeah. So different for me. I, I loved doing that with you. <laughs> but now I've made it so I've like organized it by guests so I can literally organize oh, by so every single thing we ever talked about. She's got spreadsheet folks. You guys, this is on another level. She's like, an Excel. <laughs> I excel at a few things. Excel is one of them. But you are obviously a genius when it comes to Vanderpump Rules meme making. I have to say, the <laughs> one where it's like, if you want to be my lover, you need to get with my dark past. Okay, yeah. Like, and I'm not going to take credit for that right off the bat. I'm going to give that credit to Morgan Brown, my co-meme admin. That one was truly a banger. That was a banger! The, the likes of which we have never seen. I mean, I've seen it all over like Instagram, oh, every yeah. Reddit page that mm-hmm. talks about Bravo. So that one really... Some Reddit hits. Yeah, yeah. we found those the other day. Also, the love for Shen Yun. I'm <laughs> so happy about that. Where did that start? I 
thought of, well, I kept seeing Shen Yun memes and I thought they were really funny because I'm very online. So like nothing gets past me. So I was like, <laughs> those are hilarious. And then I had the idea of making the first one with like Jax and he's like, I'm the number one guy in this group. But I was like, I'm the number one, the show of all time and putting <laughs> Shen Yun on his face. And then from there, really the inspiration just <laughs> took off. And then my, my Morgan and Marley, who I, who I run the page with just really made it their own and then people started sending them to us we were like see a shen send a shen and then ariana maddox just started like tagging us in shen yun's like on wow. her own accord and then by then it was like codified like we are the shen yun yeah, we it, are shen, shen yun and vanderbilt jewels <laughs> a match made in heaven it's a collab that we didn't know we needed. name a more iconic duo honestly <laughs> oh wow yeah i've been really enjoying your your memes and you guys are really taking off so you guys you. follow vanderpump jewels and mm-hmm. please just enjoy enjoy yeah. the ride sometimes i'm like Right. Oh, I like don't get it, and yeah, then I read it's it very six, niche six or seven times, and then I'm like, I think I, got it. I think this is sometimes good. it's truly like a Twitter meme that like we woke up with in the middle of the night in our brain to do it in a Vanderpump way, and like you just have to do it. So sometimes it hits, sometimes it misses, but we always have fun. Good, that's the most important right. part. Well, how are you feeling about Vanderpump Rules this year? I think it's a huge improvement over season seven. Like, I think we've, we've come back to a good place of drama and like authentic drama, but I, I'm not like, it's not, Vanderpump has been so good in the past that mm-hmm. it's not definitely like a top season as of yet. I'm still like open. Yeah. We haven't had the wedding yet, right. which I do think some crazy things must have happened because right. they were all very silent about the wedding itself as mm-hmm. it was happening and they had like a very, Close social media posting. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling shit will definitely go down, especially because Brittany has cried at every single oh one of her wedding God. events. And I mean, the fact that the producers did it, it's not about the pastor <laughs> as the title. <laughs> that was so of good. Last week's episode was just so spot on. And that entire episode really got my blood boiling, yes. like, because it was so, you know, full of hate, mm-hmm. but also because it brought me right back to why we love this show. Yes. It was by far the best episode that they've had in, at, like, a season and a half. Like, it mm-hmm. was definitely, came from a place of, like, season two, season three, <laughs> where you were like, oh, these people's brains do not work <laughs> normally. And I always forget that Brittany would, like, throw down, like, throw punches. Oh, yeah. When she's, like, telling Jax to beat up Sandoval over him literally saying like hey hey you have an absolute bigot marrying you in the name of God like what why did yeah Lisa bringing it up and really change things for you too and the fact that the two of them blew up so hardcore and couldn't even say anything to defend themselves and Sandoval wasn't even really looking for a defense. I think he was just like looking for a conversation yeah. or just like a little bit of openness to be like, hey, like you're hurting not only our a lot of our friends, mm-hmm. but his girlfriend. Right. You know, and it just seems ridiculous that the two of them couldn't even listen I know. for a second to what they had to say. It's all about that. I mean, I think it was Stassi that said like, they're just not very smart. They just don't think about things like this. And I was like, I think that really is like what it boils down to. Like, I think there's a lot of immaturity and a lot of like narcissism where like the buck stops with them. So as long as they are not offended or like they'll take his word for it, if he tells them that he's not a homophobe, despite all evidence proving otherwise, (laughs) like I think they just like easiest solution, whatever like makes them happy is like the first thing. But I mean, this was an interesting episode too, because like I always think about how much queerness there 
actually is on Vanderpump <laughs> Rules and how much of it is like they make Pride a huge episode. Like they talk, Lisa talks about the LGBTQ community all the time. And there is actual like bisexuality, like active bisexuality mm-hmm. on the show that is never acknowledged by those people. So I thought it was good of Ariana and yeah. Dana in this episode to be like, I am bi and not just be like, oh, I kiss girls at parties, yeah. which is kind of like the energy that has been put towards queerness before, except for Billy Lee, of course. But like, you know, she totally. got ostracized for different reasons. So that explains exactly like what's happening, especially with Brittany, who I think like doesn't understand like her actions with Kristen that clearly happened because she's a bisexual yeah, because woman. she's a bisexual yeah. woman like but she can't even understand she's like that was a fun one night thing it's like yeah. no but like women who aren't interested in women don't end up hooking up with their right. female yeah. friends like yeah D- you, done like yeah. that's it and that's okay that you did that yeah. but even when she was talking with her mother who was like the reason why she didn't want the whole bisexual rumor coming out mm-hmm. with Kristen a couple seasons ago because she didn't want her mom and dad to disown her whatever you see her mom in that one scene when she's talking to her mom at the princess party which that's a whole other you know dark you know dark arrested development detail. moment yeah. like oh god uh you see her being like so mom you sure you don't care about the pastor and the mom can't even utter words mm-hmm. her face looks so miserable and you can tell yeah. she's like Brittany, we're so disappointed in you like you screwed us whatever right. like i can't believe you made yeah. this choice or that you stood by what lisa wanted or yeah made you do realistically right and it's like i really don't think jackson britney are themselves homophobes but i think you are by association if you do not find that to be like deeply disturbing so it's like yeah, yeah. you'll never go like you do accept gayness and like you are both probably queer yourselves even though you're just like repressing it um but like yeah there's no um ownership of mm-hmm. like how that makes them look and like they're yeah they're they're separating themselves from him when i'm like you're He's literally going to be standing between you on your wedding day. I don't know how much more intimate and how much more, like, associated you could be with somebody. Also, like, Brittany's best friend, Zach, is from Kentucky and is gay. Like, if this poor boy probably has dealt with his entire Mm. life having these kind of people in his life, you know, condemning him and making him feel bad for his choices, and... Like, the two of them can't even see that. Or, like, I can't even imagine... I guess they kind of just, she moved to LA and immediately forgot about that type of person, I guess. Like, I don't know. Like, I I can't figure out how quickly she can just forgive people or allow people to say that about people she loves. I I mean, it kind of goes back to her forgiving Jax even, right? Like, she just puts, I think she sees like a vision of what she wants and like the actual like real details of that like are just like in her way. Like, she'll just bulldoze through all of that shit to get to the perfect picture of what she wants. Yeah. Like, you know, underneath it all, it's all just like rotting and decaying. Just like Jax on the inside, he's just like rotting and decaying. <sighs> but on the outside, he's like weirdly hotter than he has been before. But yeah. I know that he's like <laughs> literally rotting on the inside. So I think that's like her whole, yeah, MO. Oh. It's just like make it look good and then just muck through the shit, I guess, for the rest just of your smile life. Just smile through <laughs> it. I can't even imagine ever being that type of person to just like pretend like nothing is wrong for the sake of appearances. Mm-hmm. And, and even... Yeah, to play the victim when somebody <laughs> points out that it's wrong. Oh my god. Her screaming at that party was <sighs> just yeah, so, in, so aggressive. Mm-hmm. And you could feel that 
I feel like she's aware of what's being put out there about her yeah, on the show. For sure. Where, like, in the beginning, people don't really worry about that. But I feel like now she's like, oh, no, mm-hmm. this will not be good. And the fact that this had been brought up months prior and they've been tagged in all of these things. And Tom is like, mm-hmm. no, like, you guys have seen a lot of this. You've been privy to this. Like, conversations have been had. Yeah. And now you're deciding to take action. Yeah. And I feel like she's like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, I thought this right. was not, I thought we dealt with it six months ago and it came up. And I know. And deal by dealing with it is like nothing for that. Like they don't want, they're like, they're more, I think they are at the end of the day, more annoyed that people care about these comments or that these comments came out than they do about the actual comments themselves. Oh, absolutely. And that's where it's like, all right, canceled. Also, like, when, when she's like, yeah, I spoke to him and he said he doesn't believe those things anymore. It's like, what, he what? changed his mind the past four months? Like, yeah, what are you like, talking about? How does that... How does Just like, in time to <laughs> officiate a famous yeah. wedding? Like, crazy like, how that works. 57 yeah. years of his life probably feeling these things. And yeah, in the last four hours, he's <laughs> Jackson like... Jackson Brittany turned his heart around. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like, you know what? My entire bias <laughs> has completely changed. It is so, so interesting to watch this all play out. And then I think we have to talk about the Kennedy-Raquel situation over the pride <laughs> mist shift. That was wild to me. I mean, that was like a crazy peek into their relationship and their dynamic and their home life. And I was like, he like gaslights her. Like, And I don't like to throw that word around because I think it gets used incorrectly a lot. But yeah. I'm like, he literally makes her because bo- we already know. The, wor- the girl's not the brightest light. Yeah. You know, she's a little dim. So she's easy to confuse. Yeah, and <laughs> like, just to manipulate. Yeah, and make feel bad. And, like, I think <gasps> Raquel is a genuinely good person. I don't think she wants to cause harm to anyone. I think she wants to be friends with everyone and make a good impression on everyone. And, and she like, cares about James. Yeah, for sure. And that was the sad thing where she was like, I knew if you were alone and drinking, realistically, because oh, he God. was, yeah. like, you would have made a bigger deal out of things mm-hmm. and blown up and had a freak out so like i was being there for you like you one were screaming at me on the phone before so then i say for you consciously knowing i'm skipping my shift but i'm doing it for you out of love for you that's a bad relationship if you feel like you have to skip work <sighs> yeah. because your significant other is going to be mad at you then you have to evaluate things call your mom and then bath. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Well, she's looking really beautiful this season. She's absolutely stunning. Like most seasons, like I don't. I think she was in Sir. There was just a season where I'm like, uh, there was a scene where I just was. I was like, wow, Raquel, you're beautiful. She really is stunning. Like it's kind of, it's almost like an uncanny valley situation where you're like, you're not quite human, but you are very, very pretty. (laughs) Well, Sheena Shea is actually starting a new business venture. What can't she do? The glue. (laughs) The glue that holds this season together. So Sheena is starting a merch line called Boy Crazy. Capitalize on it, girl. Get your money. (laughs) Right? So she's making beanies that say Boy Crazy to mock the conversation that I guess Max and Brett were having about her being Boy Crazy, which love. Like, smart. If that wasn't such a mortifying hat to wear, I would support (laughs) Sheena. (laughs) Like, if I wanted to ever label myself as that, she. (laughs) I know. I I support her from afar. I support her for making a buck. Go Shishu. Yeah. Go Shishu, go. I would buy a beanie that's as good as gold, though. Just if she wants to do that. If you can hear me. I mean, I always think you never know who the hell is listening to these shows. Because you tag them. And if I were on a reality show and people kept tagging me and shit... 
Why not? Give it oh, a listen. God, yeah. It's 48 minutes. I listen to these after I'm on them all the time just to be like, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like beyond reachable yeah. levels of narcissism yeah. if I were actually on a TV show. Yeah. I like will occasionally listen to these. Like I have to edit them so that yeah. like is enough for me. But there's right, been nights true. where I'm like, I have like a good show. <laughs> like I come home like four or five nights later. I'm like drinking. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> throw one on right and i'm like <laughs> like like really enjoying it you're like on the train yeah. like, no one knows i'm just i'm like to myself this one it's <laughs> oh my god well let's just jump right into news coming out of charleston south carolina rumors have been <laughs> i'm flustered i'm flustered the rumor has yeah, it aggressive. that katherine dennis and thomas ravenel are back together if you watch southern charm you know how tumultuous their relationship has been over the last few years. And they are in the middle of filming season seven and people have reported them seeing them together. We've reported a couple months ago that they were seen at a party together and they looked cozy. She looked really beautiful. He Uh, looked somewhat decent, (sighs) which like anytime some people like look good, I'm like, you're getting that good dick. Yeah. Right. And like like that money. Money. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like Thomas like potentially could have both. Yeah. I feel like he has to be digmatizing yeah. people to get like For these sure. young, beautiful women. Yeah, because well, Catherine genuinely money. yeah. And he has like yeah. manipulation skills. But yeah. I think there must have been some like physical yeah. benefit for Catherine. <laughs> she was like twenty when they met and it's, he was like forty nine. That honestly, I think like Season one and two of Southern Charm are underrated for how much actual, like, real, honest-to-God drama was on. I mean, like, this is, like, old Charleston, like, yeah. slave-owning family. Yeah. Like, it is truly a... It boggles the mind to watch that show. And but it's fact- more subdued than Vanderpump Rules in terms of, like, hype, but I think it's on, like, a, a decently same level. I would agree with that, and because Southern Charm has, like, a little bit of, like, old-world money, mm-hmm. and there's a little prestige to it, that, like, their behavior is, like, looked down upon a lot more than on Vanderpump Rules. Right. Like, everything they do on Southern Charm, I mean... They are technically, like, sus- members of society yeah. in Charleston, whether or not these cr- <laughs> camera crews are there. Yeah, like, Shep yeah. would be, like, a person people knew. Yeah. Yeah, it's a kind of an authentic... It's authentic in the way Van- Vanderpump Rules is, where it's, like, a real group of people that know each other, mm-hmm. but they are actually, like, elevated in society yeah. somewhat, whereas Vanderpump Rules, like, needed the show to elevate them in society. And they, like, still kind of stayed in the same yeah. level. Like, I try to explain to people, like, watching these Bravo shows and how there are, like, differences in each show. Yeah. And so when someone's like, where should I start? Like, every person, it's different. Like, I can't yeah, be, it's like... like- astrology like i yeah. need to get your your sun your moon your rising i'm like let's get your yeah. birth chart out mm-hmm. what exact time were you born because then yeah. i can figure it out uh-huh. sometimes it's like hey like you gotta start with season one mm-hmm. Roni. hey honestly go to season three jersey like you want to yes. tell that but then i'm like she's too fragile and then you evolve like yeah. i just jumped into season four summer house never had watched it wow. before <gasps> Because oh. I, I was turned off by the episode, like, switch thing with Vanderpump oh. Rules that happened when it first was introduced. Yeah. And I was like, these people are like, I see these people on the train. I don't need to watch them on TV. Well, that's the thing. Like, we're New Yorkers. So in the beginning. You know, I, I, you know these exact people. Oh, it's actually yeah. scary. And, like, you work with them and they're oh, so excited yeah. for their summer house for the weekend. <laughs> I'm like, have fun. Like, I'm, like, sweating in my apartment with no air conditioning. Watching them on yeah. TV. <laughs> Doing a podcast. I'm like, they must have such a great life. Like, crying, screaming. <laughs> It's healthy, but... But yeah, Catherine and Dennis. Back to... Catherine (laughs) Catherine Dennis and Thomas Revenel. Back to the two of those fools. So, uh, 
Catherine was dating that country singer Hunter Price they a couple cozy. months ago. They seemed very cozy. He is young and 25, so he's right. probably like, father two of kids. two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's maybe not my thing right now. But sound. Oh, I guess the heater. Pipes. Yes. Yeah. Someone's listening in. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thomas Ravenel is <laughs> in the walls. Um, but yeah, and then prior to him, I was recently like rewatching the last season of Southern Time. She was in a relationship with another corrupt politician. Older, but I'm like, maybe that's your MO, girl. Maybe you have to find an older man, not Thomas. Yeah, but this guy was also like disgraced and like yes. had sent like yeah. dick no, pics and like literally. abused his wife. Yes. And she's like, Perfect. same exact thing. <laughs> Even like, worse, he man. was living in Florida, so that's just like an additional layer mm-hmm. of like you got to give that like right. a double question mark. Like you must be googling these men prior to yeah getting into serious relationships. You're a mother of two. Right. You can't be putting your children in any sort of situation where. Sketchy dudes. Sketchy dudes are around. I mean, sketchy their old dad's dudes. already a sketchy old dude. They have to live 50% of the time with these <laughs> sketchiest of men. They, while the two kids are like living in the guest house being uh, like, uh, so dad, anyone? Do we know where Catherine is currently living? Because she no longer has that really beautiful, expensive, like $6,500 a month apartment <laughs> that was a terrible investment to begin with. <laughs> I don't know where she's going. I, I can't see her leaving because I think she's still doing like social media for Gwen's. Like, oh, I feel right. like she's still oh. a Gwen, a Gwen head. But let's see <laughs> if I can find anything online. Oh yeah. I'm still seeing things from Charleston. Yeah, I can't really see her leaving she, yeah. because I don't think she could get, I think she might've downsized because she had, to. she was in like, Truly, like the height, the lap of luxury. I mean, even like all the women on the show, like Naomi, for yeah. example, like who was born with money, mm-hmm. clearly. Yeah. I was like, they were shocked. Yeah, they were like, um, that's crazy. Like, that's an yeah. insane amount of. Right. Craig was like, this is the nicest apartment I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, bro, like, okay, like, I'm glad she was like, okay, that was a one year yeah. fun little job. Yeah. Uh, but I don't need a five story townhouse for three people. I just, yeah. I mean, how? How? It's unsustainable. And she has money, but like, I mean, we say on the show so many times, like, you don't need to spend all of the money that you right. make. Like, right. yeah, you might make $600,000 a year, whatever, but right. you don't have to spend $595,000 in the year and be right. like, well, I got 5000 in savings. And like, paying over $6,000 or $5,000 or whatever it was on rent and not like on a mortgage yeah. is like, truly, I think Cameron was going to like slice her throat because she was like, what yeah. are you doing? That's crazy. But I'm really excited for it to come back. I am too. We also had an amazing tweet from Thomas, Ra- Thomas <laughs> Ravenel, who is just a fun Fucking the biggest douchebag on the planet. How old is he these days? Like 60? Thomas Ravenel. Age? 64. 60? Uh, he is 57. 57. 60. Round up. Yeah, rounding up. <laughs> so he said, quote, nobody of quality will do these shows. I did it to honor a commitment to Whitney only to get fucked by his whore of a mother who happened to be from where I'm from, Sarasota, Florida, although she refuses to admit it for some reason. The but fact I- that Thomas is from Florida really? too? He has that accent, so, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, where'd you develop that, then? In Sarasota, maybe? I don't know. About yeah. Stuff. Wow. That's interesting. Oh, fucked, to get fucked by his whore of a mother? Whore of a mother. Whore also, of a mother. Also, do not disrespect 
Patricia, Patricia on my watch. <laughs> Patricia will throw down. That woman Michael. is 111 years old, and she's the skin of a 34-year-old. Yeah. So I, you don't want to fuck with whatever witchcraft she has up yeah. her sleeve. Yeah, Michael is like, her body she made him yeah. from spare parts. Yeah. And like, I just, I admire her lifestyle. Where oh she just like God. had one child and was like, no more of that. I'm going to buy a historic home and have a martini at 5 p.m. every day. She's so cool. She's she went on the Skinny Confidential podcast, and she explained how they make the signature martini and michael has to like have this specific ice crusher like there's like a bag and a mallet that he has to crush the ice in for her specifically like those are levels of detail that i strive to have exactly could you imagine her house is like a dream i love it absolute dream and i just like I don't know. She is kind of shady. Oh, absolutely. However, I do think she moves with the times. Remember, yeah, like, this past year? She season? grows and evolves and she takes ownership yeah. of her actions and her opinions. And I, this past year, she was like, we are not going to have the men's dinner. Yeah. Considering <laughs> all things considered. And like, had all the right. women over. I'm like, yeah. okay, good. At least you can see that. Even though right. she did like torment Catherine yes. when she was like a young mother of yeah, two, which is young single mother of absolutely two. Absolutely insane. <laughs> but so did Cameron, honestly. And they both admitted they were wrong and moved on and, you know, realized they were blinded by, by thomas and like you know made amends so I, I don't know i applaud them because it's really hard to say when you did something wrong <laughs> it is of course and especially in their case because it's on television uh-huh, and yeah. you know like the shady editors will just like mm-hmm. edit back to when things were not good exactly, yeah. but they did apologize and you saw cameron at that reunion like crying to her being like Ashley was tormenting you and the, i didn't and she was like i wasn't a mother at the time mm-hmm. like i couldn't even understand the emotions that you were right. going through during that time, let alone to be questioned about your motherhood, to be called a sperm donor, like all, and to be that young, yeah, like, I can't it, even twenty one, twenty two. Like, oh I'm a god. baby when I was that age. Like, <laughs> oh god, the thought of having a child at twenty one oh <laughs> to have a five year old right now. <laughs> good joke. Good joke. <laughs> that is absolutely terrifying. Well, luckily, Catherine spoke to Us Weekly and said, we're not getting back together. Good. Technically confirmed from her, but I think as much as, like, I think they'll get back together. Like, I don't know why I feel that. Like, and I say that on the show all the time. Like, and most of the time I want a nuclear family to get back right, together. of course. Yeah. Of course. But yeah. he is so terrible right. that I really hope she never gets to a place where she feels as if she cannot do better no other option yeah well, like i felt like that with Teresa from jersey oh, yeah for sure she was having that conversation where she was like yeah joe tells me sometimes nobody wants me because my bad another dick yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like oh my god like and yeah. i can imagine thomas saying those things to her and making yeah. her feel as if he's the only man who will mm-hmm. understand or will accept her for her mm-hmm. even mistakes whatever her fucking choices her life. like her life yeah. like whatever so, this is, yeah, this is, don't, like, I think like, it's when you're with the same person, since you're really young and it's a toxic person, I think your brain is going to be shaped in poor ways by their yeah. stupid opinions. <laughs> and you know what? Get out of there. Yeah, Catherine. We don't need this. Come to New York and drink wine with us instead. I don't know if she can drink. Uh, oh. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, I actually, on the yeah. episode last night, she was like, I, I think they, they went to a vineyard and she had wine. Like, I think she drinks now, but that was also a sketchy situation where she, like, had to go to rehab for weed well, and that, stuff where I'm like, huh. I think that was painted to make her look like a neglectful mother when in reality she was just a really stressed 22 Exactly, but it was also like, you know she was probably getting high with Thomas and then he turns it around and says, Thomas like, does, like, hard drugs too. Like, weed? Weed. Let us not forget Thomas was arrested for smuggling cocaine across, and, li- like, yes. state lines. Like, yeah, like, with as intent like a, to sell. As yeah. a, tr- like, a state treasurer. Like, yeah. <laughs> like a government Thomas. official. Thomas, I hate you. I hate you, Thomas, <laughs> I don't know. And so I'm not going on my personal Instagram anymore because personal reasons <laughs> that I just don't want to go on it anymore. But mm-hmm. that's where I was following right. him and Ashley. They both didn't block me on there. And Is now- Ashley coming back? Uh, she should not. No. It's truly a brain she, that needs to be studied well, by Well, now she's like the biggest trumpet like in the world. I went through, like during the whole impeachment thing, I had to really like pray for her during her Instagram stories where she's doing like face to camera. No. Being like, thank you so much for all who support our country and support our president. She is truly something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> she knows like... You can't vilify yourself any more to Bravo viewers than to jump on that bandwagon. Well, moving on to totally different news. Coming out of Boca Raton, Florida, the Real Housewives (laughs) of New York star... Star... Eh. <laughs> cast cast one season wonders <laughs> jules weinstein from season eight was arrested this past weekend for battery so she got into a fight with her ex-husband michael during a who cas- is the guy she was married to and she was yeah. on the show oh okay mm-hmm. okay so they got into a heated debate during their usual custody exchange in a parking lot so supposedly what I didn't read this. <laughs> I didn't read this properly, but I'm reading it now. It says, with Jules allegedly licking Michael's car window before heading around yep. to the back of the wind, mm-hmm. the vehicle and damaging it with the baseball bat. See, I read it and just saw like vehicle damaging with a baseball bat. I did oh, not no. get the Lindo wick. <laughs> We're drinking wine. Yeah. Just for, for people at home, it's 100 episodes. We're just, yeah, it's out. the 100th episode <laughs> and I had a long ass day at work. So cut me some slack. What did I say? Window wicking. <laughs> the casual window lick definitely threw me. So they've been going through a divorce since, I think, 2016. In 2017, Michael had to face jail time because he refused to pay $135,000 in child support to her. And then he claimed she, you know, was negligent with the money that he was giving to her mm-hmm. for child support. So they've clearly been going through a nasty divorce. And this is not a good look. She was arrested at 3.50 p.m. on a Sunday. Oh, no. Are you believe the actual worst down to the minute time to be arrested? Yeah. Yeah. 3.50 p.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Like, the sun was like, not down. Like, yeah. People are, like, at church and, like, yeah. reading books and baking can- pancakes and, like, you know. Meal prepping. Yeah. That's meal like, prep time. Yeah, exactly. I'm very confused as to what is in the water in Florida that Tinsley, Lou, yes. and now Jules have all fallen victim to the Palm Beach. I think tequila is in the water, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> Accurate. Aggressive um, amounts of Tito's. Yeah, I think for rich women who live mostly in New York, 
Florida is the place you go to unwind and also literally unravel. And so, like, I think it just ends up being that a lot of them have their experience, their, the, the largest part of their breakdown in Florida. Yeah, I've only been to the state once when I was a kid, and I did have a meltdown the whole time I was at Disney. It does strange things to you to be just being in Florida. Just um, I also didn't realize Jules is only currently 39 years old. So that means she was quite young when she was on Roni yeah. because that was a few years back, um, which is always surprising to me when um, you find out somebody's age on The Real wow. Housewives and she's like younger. Do you watch OC? I dabble, but not regularly. I think Gina Kirschneider is like 34. She's 35. 35. Oh my God. Mother of three. I'm like, you're 35? Yeah. <laughs> so bad. Me watching 90 Day Fiance. I'm like, this person is 19. <laughs> I mean, but that's. You sh- don't have to. <laughs> yeah, well, that show was rough because I only watched one season and it was the one with, um, like, Culty and the other girl, that's Larissa. Like one of the ones I haven't watched. Yeah. That's like a good one. But there was okay. one moment where it was like this girl, she's like, I'm a 29 year old virgin. I'm not going to have sex before I'm married. I'm super uber uber Catholic. She like goes on this trip, obviously gets knocked up, meets this guy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they do the whole thing. And then he moves to the States and they're clearly unhappy. And then she's like, Hey guys. Cause you fucked once. Like, that's what. I'm pregnant again. And then the whole family was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's Catherine. No. That's Catherine. Literally, exactly. Where it's like, condoms babe like oh god you're probably so fucking drunk enough when you're having sex with this person like you don't need to to raise a human to create another life no oh my god (laughs) oh my god it is so so, it's irresponsible it's irresponsible and you think like yeah having a child is beautiful and it's amazing being able to have a kid is like a luxury a privilege yeah and it's you know, I'm not saying like these young women who get pregnant like are doing something dumb, but like you don't want to just like have kids willy nilly without a partner there yeah. to support you, without your family without on some board. sort of infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there's got to be an income. This girl right. on 90 Day Fiance, she's like, mm, don't have a job, yeah. mm, don't have an apartment. No. I guess we'll live in my parents. I'm like. It's oh honestly God. somewhat admirable. I'm like, if they can do it, if they are living life, I can live life. There's no reason I can't live life. Well, then I think I'm like, <laughs> and then I go back in my own head and I'm like, well, when will I be ready to have children? Yeah, it's like, never uh, ready. You just have to like do just it. Just like I guess. accidentally yeah. have it happen. Maybe when I have like more than eleven hundred dollars as my like grand fortune, yeah, we, right. can, <laughs> we can start talking. Yeah, my net worth is like five thousand dollars, and that's like I have to sell everything in right. my apartment, and then like. Sell all my clothing and, and then bags. like do a hot dance, like, yeah, on the subway, yeah, for, like, and become to make a up stripper. The difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Well, yeah, poor Jules. I don't know what's gonna happen. She has her hearing in March, so she wasn't great on screen. I'm not gonna lie; like she was very neurotic, and it like came oh, yeah. off that way, and very like try hard, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And like she had a weird house. I remember that being part of her plot line. She had like a weird Hamptons house that was like not oh, quite finished. Oh yeah, with yeah. that indoor pool. She mm-hmm. was like, we thought this was an amazing investment property. Yeah. It's like there's nothing more of a money pit than an indoor pool that's not full of water. Right in a summer home. Yeah, that's like they're gonna go to the beach most of the oh, time. Oh yeah. Well, that was a rough one because I think they were all at her house that weekend, and that's when um, Bethany was like really ripping into her jewels about her eating disorder and she right, was like i don't right. understand she has a whole bagel spread but she's not eating a bagel she's not eating a bagel she's not eating a bagel it's like oh my god like let the <laughs> poor know. girl deal with her shit like right I, it's oh, like there's valid reasons to criticize her yeah. and, and bethany 
let's not, you know, those who live in glass houses yep. <laughs> shall not throw stones. Skinny girls. Right. Like, exactly. The, the sk- like skinny. The exact culture that you are like forming, creating your brand is like, you know, perpetuating her problems. Also like love a skinny girl, like processed ham that has like 15 <laughs> grams of sugar in it. Like I saw that uh, literally like a Dwayne Reed a couple weeks ago and I was like, let me look at the back. So I don't want to buy it, but let me look at the back. And it's like 14 grams of sugar and two slices of ham. I'm like, okay, they we're making people skinny. Yeah, right. They right. truly are just, just cranking out products from the skinny girl line. I mean, there's jeans now. There's, there's ham. There's, there's vitamins. There's I, vitamins. There's, <laughs> jeans, there's ham. There's denim. There's ham. What else do you need? There's like gummies. There's cookies. Well, I saw the other day, she's like, are you fatigued? Are you tired? It's like always (laughs) take skinny girl vitamins. It's like, what are you putting in that? I think she's appealing to like banging on the table. I know. I'm so mad. This sound guy, like it can't even listen. (laughs) I just like, yeah, there's, there's, I guess there's a huge market for it. I, it's, it's not me personally or any of my friends who watched the show. So I'm not sure who it appeals to, but I, well, my dad is a huge fan of skinny girl popcorn oh, and I okay. never knew. And I saw it Interesting. a couple months ago in, in the pantry and I'm assuming my mother bought it, right. <laughs> you know, probably does. <laughs> with, yeah, like with the wherewithal that this is a Bethany product, a housewives related product. And I was like, wow, dad, you like a uh, skinny girl popcorn. And he's like, it's just skinny popcorn. It's like, it's, it's, it's skinny girl it's popcorn. Actually, yeah. And then he was like, yeah, it's delicious. It's not super right. interesting. And then I had to tell him the whole thing. And he was like, wow, I feel, I feel very connected to you. Yeah. It strikes me as insane to think that somebody could pick up a housewives or Bravo product in general <laughs> and just like genuinely see it as like a product. Like I, I just know. pictured some like unsuspecting dolt, like walking through the liquor store and picking up just add x and being like this sounds like a great mixer for my drink not that Zero that exists. calories not that that exists anywhere on this planet like r.i.p jax's plans plans <laughs> ever <laughs> where's beer cheese remember where's last year cheese? they googled they were like how to start a business where is the time you were going to work for a hockey team as a marketing director which mm. i would love to see it <laughs> i mean he that was a hard one to even try to swallow as like he didn't even know he, he's like i don't know it's like I, that I'll sounds try. good to me he's like i think i could do it he's like no he idea what we could yeah i mean what was like the fucking florida marlins or some shit oh, lord know. knows yeah <laughs> another floridian exactly i'm yeah. gonna get some yes, real there's a hate. lot of florida vanderpump crossover which is surprising to nobody well yeah i mean ariana ariana t- the schwartz oh i mean sh- Schwartz's. I, I like how I you include all the of them in that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like it's like Chipmunk Brothers. <laughs> um, we need context for Tom Schwartz. <laughs> well, there's a guy from People Magazine named David Dave Quinn, who I'm actually going to try to get on this show because I was reading his tweets and really enjoyed them. But he said, I've seen the Roni premiere, and let me say, it kicks off with a way I've never seen a Housewives show begin, 12 seasons in, and these editors still know how to surprise. And I want to say, Dave Quinn, did you see season three of New Jersey (laughs) Housewives? The first 13 minutes were at the communion. I mean, the comfort... Yeah. The, no, the, the christening, the christening, the christening. Baptism. The christening. Yes, yes, baptism. Yes. Bad Jesus. Catholics here. Bad. <laughs> God's gonna strike us down. I went to like years and years <laughs> of religion school. I'm like, what's that thing again? But Dave is saying this premiere is obviously going to be amazing. Uh, which I can't wait. Duh, Dave. I didn't need your tweet. Mm. I didn't need your tweet to know, know that this was going to be incredible. I cannot. So wait. are we? Tinsley is out. 
I think she's got one foot out the door. You, okay. She's not officially off the cast. No, though. I think okay. she's on the I cast for I this season, that. but I feel like they're going to do like a nice send off at the end of this one where she's like, I'm engaged. Honestly, she's they could pull easily use Tinley, Tinsley to parlay into a Real Housewives of Chicago, which I'm shocked we don't already have. But well, I've been going back and forth on that uh-huh. on this show. <laughs> on this very? On this very platform. Oh. But I think... They can't do it because she's not from Chicago. I feel like a real Chicago bad bitch will say, who the fuck are you? Yeah. You don't know shit about this city. Right. So I think there's like that kind of discrepancy. True. However... She must know people there. Right. She like must have Scott friends. Circle must be some like real, real yeah. housewives. So, I mean, I candidates. think if she can get like a good group of mm-hmm. real women who have all lived in the Chicago area and who, like the women of Chicago are uber fancy. Like, yeah. I have a friend who grew up and her mom was like this crazy socialite. And Juliet she's like, from Ladies of uh, London. Yes. From Rich. Oh from, my God. Yeah. Well, I was in London last week and oh, I cool. was on Juliet. <gasps> like I went on Juliet's blog to be like, let me find cute spots. Yeah. And I'm like poor, so I can't like oh, yeah, go to yeah. any of the places she recommended. Yeah. But like I, I walked. You saw them. I, I saw them. <laughs> I saw places Juliet told me to go. But yeah, it's huge. I, I also think Chicago could get be a great city for Andy Cohen to finally not segregate our housewives by race and have yeah, a right. mixed, <laughs> a diverse cast from all walks of life. But well, well that remains to be seen. If he's, able I to mean, do that. why? Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> and then, like, as Bravo attempts to, like, diversify their cast, they're like, let's throw a nice African-American chick into the Beverly Hills cast. Into like, the sharks. <laughs> like, right, exactly. And also, like, those herself. women, like, I, I don't know how to describe the women of Beverly Hills, but they're so fake It's a, yeah, that I feel like I mean, Garcelle is going to be like, are we fucking kidding right. me? Like, this is what I signed up for? Like, these are the people who are sitting at the table with me? Yeah, that's a particularly damaged group of white women. Yeah, yeah exactly. not going to, f- yeah. Because at least if she was in New York, she could, like, hang with the Right, the she could probably get, and, you know, that's if we were in New York, yeah, I feel like Beverly, that's going to be a real interesting time i mean it's absolutely crazy that there's no black housewife on new york like when i think i saw somewhere i I can't remember the article there was an article in uh the times which is so funny that the new york times is talking about oh yeah 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 but it was about about, the uh lack of diversity yeah lack of diversity within bravo shows and they were saying how garcelle is like a very you know monumental thing for Mm -hmm. beverly hills but the fact that like i think it's like 30 Six percent or forty-four percent. I can't remember mm-hmm. that. I have it written down, literally in a notebook. <laughs> Yonder, seven inches away from me. But they were saying how, like, the percentage of African American women living in New York is so high, and so the fact that yeah, we show crazy. such a segmented part of what was once the Upper East Side girls, right, right. You know, there are African American women living up there. You know, right. Of oddly course. enough, crazy. <laughs> and I mean, in the first season, we had we had Alex all the way in Brooklyn, so we know they're not afraid of like crossing, yes. you know, boroughs. <laughs> PAs so, like, will get on subways. There's really no excuse. Um, but uh, so that being said, is it going to be the same lineup of New York girls as it was last season, or is Bethany gone? Bethany's, Bethany's gone, gone, and then they have Leah, who's like the new right, right, right. Who, who I don't. I'm not know really excited well. for. I'm yeah. not really excited for. Mm-hmm. I'm like take it or leave it. I get like Dana vibes from her, like from okay. Pump Rules, where she's coming in with like a very hard exterior, mm-hmm. which I understand, like. 
reality Dana, TV will do that to you. Yeah, and I think Dana is definitely like best case scenario for a new person where it's mm-hmm. like she's causing drama, but she's actually invested in it. Like you can tell she's insecure about her relationship mm-hmm. with Max and all of this stuff. Um, but she's also willing to like put herself into this group of people, which is very scary. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't feel like a lot of the other new cast members on Vanderpump are willing to like put their neck out that as much as her. So I do want to give her props for doing No, that. you're right. And I also find her to be self-aware uh-huh. and intelligent like you can she's a very of, saucy ariana yeah. energy yeah totally yeah she's like mm-hmm. a perfect mesh between the two maybe mm-hmm. i think more ariana if mm-hmm. anything because saucy has like a certain breed of bitch yes. that is commendable right L- i love it look up to it um <laughs> aspire to it truly <laughs> but yeah i'm i'm into dana yeah dana and ariana like, seem kind of tight too which like yeah. i'm into their friendship blossoming i love that ariana does not see herself as part of this group that needs to have this group think which is a very like katie maloney-esque like way of thinking and so i think it could open up some doors for them to like if tom and ariana become closer to new cast members and yeah that could stir up some real drama too but even last year like we always all roads lead back to vanderpump (laughs) they really do especially when i'm on the podcast (laughs) but like even like last few seasons like tom and ariana were like james is a great guy like he's trying he's trying he's trying like i've always loved that the two of them don't care about what the rest of Mm -hmm. the group think yeah ariana's like i'm not 12 i'm not like dealing with people just like negatively just because you've had a negative experience with them Well, speaking of other things happening in New York, Dolores Catania from the Real Housewives of New Jersey is buying an apartment in New York City. So that is a kind of a plot twist I didn't really expect. So Dolores says she plans to move to New York City for the summer to be with her son Frankie Jr. as he completes an internship. Uh... I don't think she'll be one of those people who we speculate if they're joining New York Housewives. No, but that would be really interesting. I really like Dolores and like I've always liked her because she seems like a genuinely good person. Like she's one of those housewives that like when I'm on her Instagram, she's at like community events in Patterson yeah. that she's just like lending her voice <laughs> yeah. to and in like an authentic way where she's like, oh cool, I have like this like modicum of celebrity. I'm going to yeah. use it to help my like local people. Um, so I don't see her like becoming a New York woman. Like I believe her when she's like, you know, I'm just moving here with Frankie. Like that seems like, like a way laundry and cook his literally to be like, my little baby Frankie can't live in the city by himself. Yeah. And, like we're just a couple, you know, hours yeah. away from Jersey. So yeah. like, <laughs> no, I kind of agree with that. And also, Dolores has had beef with Ramona. Yeah, okay. Please, can you elaborate on this? Because I don't know Okay, so a couple months ago, we've been talking about this on this show for literally a year now. I have (laughs) such hard-hitting journalism, you guys. Go back to episode... Actually, don't start at one. Start at, like... 15. 20, actually. <laughs> 25. That's my It's a learning one. curve. She's a learning curve. But so they have been fighting because I guess there was a situation where Dolores saw Ramona. They were taking a photo or mm-hmm. Frank didn't want, Frank wanted to take a photo with Ramona. Ramona didn't want to take a picture with Frank. So Dolores got upset. So there was like that argument that they had in real life. And then another time Dolores and Ramona met each other. Ramona's like, I don't know you. I- I'm Ramona. And Dolores is like, don't you fucking forget. And I've heard her say this on a podcast recently where she was like, don't you fucking forget who I am next time, Ramona. Don't forget. Honestly, Dolores versus Ramona. Oh. My money's on Dolores, even though Ramona is a psycho. I know. And like, that's like. But Dolores is from Patterson. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want me to bring Patterson out. I then think. So the two of them had their beef. Yeah. Then Dolores are talking about it in 
blogs, whatever. Okay. And okay. so, like, word started spreading that they were beefing. Then at BravoCon, the <laughs> shadiest of the weekends <laughs> of the year, uh, which I didn't go to. Injected into my veins. Yeah, yeah right. Never, <laughs> yeah, give love it to the me. drama. So there was the, I think it was like Squash the Beef, where Andy had like his watch What Happens Live night, where it was oh, okay. like a million different housewives. Mm-hmm. Then he had a Squash the Beef thing, where it was like housewives from different places, or just people on Bravo shows from different areas, squashing their beef. I love that. And so he brings Dolores and Ramona on stage, and they don't squash the beef. Like <gasps> the, the beef two, grows. The, <laughs> the beef gets more well done. And... The two of them are fighting more and more. So Dolores went on a podcast a couple weeks ago. I'm like getting drunk. I know, me too. I'm like, what are we even talking about? I'm like, what? So Dolores went on a podcast a couple weeks ago and then talked about how she thinks like Ramona was like such an abused child and you could tell the way that she was behaving was the child Mm -hmm. of someone who was like physically assaulted by her family. And so there's that beef. So yeah, I don't think this is juicy. Dolores and Ramona have the capacity to have any sort of friendship in the future. No. I think they're too cut from two different cloths. I mean, that's why like Dolores can't be friends with a lot of people on Jersey. Like she's good at like, you know, being cordial with people. But I think like Jennifer and her don't get like, there's just certain like cultural differences that she cannot overcome, but she recognizes that. And she's like, that's where it ends. But I, I, I think the Jersey New York dynamics are super interesting. And I would love to like see those play out more in real time. Like have like a combo bonus episode mini season type thing I'm because like, they, they actually <laughs> i know right i'm like, like the correspondent yeah <laughs> we're moderating I, yeah i would moderate i would love to moderate a panel between the new jersey and new york housewives that is truly my dream come true like i like go to bed and i'm like what do you want to manifest for the year and i'm like to be yes. at BravoCon moderating yes. any sort of panel if we dream it we can achieve it Literally? Picture us in like suits with like microphones. I will get a skirt suit. I will get a skirt suit. I will go to Ann Taylor. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's really interesting because I know Ramona loves Melissa Gorga. Because I was watching yeah. Watch What Happens Live or an interview or something where like literally Ramona called herself oh, yeah, at the reunion. Yeah. She was like, it's Ramona. <laughs> Andy's like, hello. And she's like, hello, this is Ramona. Like, which I love. So I know there is like some aspect of bonding there. Well, because Dorinda is good friends with Marge. Right. So there are a lot of crossovers. Tracks. Tracks. So they are, Marge is the Dorinda of Jersey. And Dorinda could seamlessly go into the Jersey cast. Absolutely. No problem. Exactly. But you can't throw a loo in the Jersey cast. It's women that had to have, like, owned their normalness because Dorinda, like, at the end of the day, like, she's a Massachusetts girl. She's a Western Mass bitch. Like, she loves the deal. You know what I mean? Like, she loves just, like, going to the movies with her daughter, but, like, smuggling in snacks. Like, that's her whole energy. That's the best part of the night, too. And, like, that's the Jersey energy. But, like, I think some of these New York women have, who came from humble beginnings, maybe, have deluded themselves into this, like, glamorous image that they feel that if they do anything, like, below that, they can't, like, uphold it. Whereas, like, Dorinda is genuinely (laughs) glamorous. In yeah. that she can, you know, shop at Bed Bath and Beyond and like it's still glamorous. Yeah, like she knew Princess Diana, right. but she also was like, Look at this double layered cake that my mother yes, makes yes. me every year and we save it for three weeks. It's like Right, no, she like has bluestone manner, but yeah. she also like shovels the driveway out herself. Like yeah. it's a it's a like I I really like Dorinda. She she can go off the rails sometimes, but I think at the end of the day, like if you worked with her, she'd be your girl. 
Yeah, I feel like Dorinda <laughs> is definitely like an amazing woman and just like must have had like this amazing life. Like yeah. living in New York, living in London. London, yeah. Oh, she's so chic. Designing sweaters or whatever. Sw- she cashmere sweaters. <laughs> like how many designs can you do with a cashmere sweater? There's a crew neck, there's a boat neck, there's a v neck, and that's it. Like it. a hoodie, like a turtleneck, a mop neck. Now I'm actually <laughs> now I'm like gonna, cashmere, cashmere, cashmere. Oh my god! Oh my god! The ideas, the ideas I'm coming up with. I cannot wait to listen to this episode. I know. I'm actually quite excited, you guys. This is 100. This is 100. You guys, if you're still with us, <laughs> if you have not turned this off, yeah, you should go to Apple Podcasts and give me a five star rating and truly leave a review because please do. Some motherfucking haters <laughs> come out there, come out of the woodwork, and I want to say, turn this free content off. Yeah. Don't leave me comment right just be here if you want to be here if you want to sit with us hold space People are like, and we're leaving a one star thank you so much (laughs) well to get to the last story of the night Back on episode 98, we talked about Kim Richards from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills writing her tell-all book called The Whole Truth, The Reality of It All. Oh, man. So, a couple weeks ago, we talked about how this was supposed to be coming out April 28th, 2020. Okay. Amazon is now showing publication date. February 2nd, 2021. You guys, we have to wait a year. (laughs) A really intelligent person on Reddit, whose name I did not get, this person on Reddit was saying that they think that the publisher probably realized how many people Kim was name dropping and they have to do like a lot, a lot of fact checking so that they don't get sued, especially by Kathy and Kyle. Right. Because they can ultimately sue Kim for saying things that are maybe not true about that. Imagine Kathy suing. Like that's oh. endless suing. There's no end to that. She has endless resources. You know what I mean? So it's <laughs> Kyle at this rate. True. Kyle true. actually might have more. True. I mean, at the end of the day, any Bravo reality star, we know that all they have to do is post a like flat tummy tea Instagram and pay for another year of law. <laughs> Legal Which services. Is, <laughs> true kills me. I'm not gonna get into my my it uh, will end. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really upset because I was definitely going to get my mom this book for yeah. Mother's Day. <laughs> a beautiful gift. Yeah, a beautiful <laughs> gift. I know she'd love it. I love that Immediately Amazon, give it back to me. But if you're willing to wait a year, you can save 46% by pre-ordering on Amazon right now for $13.99. I'm like, wait, what? If you, you know I love a deal. Yeah. So cover is coming soon. There is no cover on the book on Amazon. It yeah, it looks it looks maybe <laughs> like not a real deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally a graphic of a book, like a clip art picture of a book. <laughs> well, she also only yeah, like pre order with one click. Should I just do it? I mean. God, it's like the, the same as a sign in. <laughs> yeah. I know $14.99 goes to Sweet Green once. Exactly. <laughs> and if you don't live in New York. I know. I was like, that that's, was probably a hard that's thing a for you to do. little hear. inside baseball. <laughs> but yeah, if you go to a place called Sweet Green, you might get yourself a salad that runs yourself $18. 18 if you're not. to 36 <laughs> yeah. Somewhere in that range. Do not ask for an avocado because that will be an additional. No modifications. Only you can re- take things off. Do not add. Do not put things on. Do not on. add. And if you want to change a tofu for a chicken, mm. get the fuck off. You better, you better get ready go home (laughs) get ready to pay (laughs) oh my god we have to fucking (laughs) this is a fun one i hope you guys had a really fun one yeah thank you so much for coming on this ride with us liz where can people find you follow you and gosh do all the things okay so follow the memes at Vanderpump Jules. jewels not spelled like jules weinstein but spelled like jules j-u-u-l-s 
the tasty fun like nicotine rip inhaler. Em, rip them. <laughs> rip them. And uh, you can follow me personally at Liz O'Malley, L-I-Z-O-M-A-L-L-E-Y. Thank you so much. You will be back on. Thank you. This is This is your fifth time. And I knew I needed to get a good It's very person. satisfying that it's my fifth time and it's the 100th episode. Like, you that's percentage-wise. Like, that's doing a lot for me. Thank you so much. <laughs> but no, I was like, okay, 100th episode. I gotta get one of my mains on. And I was like, I haven't had Liz on in a minute. I feel like Gotta get her on. So honored. Thank so you for honored coming on. Here. Such a good episode. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be editing being like, you're drunk. We hope. Yes, I know. Well, we talked about everything that was really good yes the one time i ever got far too fucked up <laughs> i was like fucked up before i even showed up oh, i was yeah. like dude it was an eight o'clock recording time oh, honestly God. honestly it could have been a nine o'clock oh on a weeknight it was a weeknight Ooh. it was a nine o'clock it was a bad one i had been like eating and drinking for hours mm-hmm. prior as one does and, yeah. <laughs> and it was like the bravo con recap and i was with my friend <laughs> oh, yes. jasper yes. and we did a full hour-long episode and i got like a probably like five minutes into the show and i was like uh, during editing and was like oh <laughs> my god i'm like welcome to bravo happy hour it's like an amazing show i'm like you're into that fucking slut like it's like just oh slurring just slurring so bad and then i like looked back and i was like i didn't talk about anything <laughs> and then i had to redo the episode because i knew i was like you should like release the og one oh uh, like, i like, think patreon i patreon only yeah, like like i'm not me for the good stuff yeah because it was real bad it was real bad and then yeah i had to redo it and then felt like such a fucking fraud. <laughs> and it was a BravoCon episode because I was like, people are going to click this. Like, right, they're going right. to want to yeah, hear it. like, what's up? Yeah. They're going to want to hear especially about... They're going to want to hear this one. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> my well, choices. This one has, you guys, like, my choices. This is good. There, this there's got to be some gems <laughs> in here. All right. Thanks for coming on. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.